before we go anywhere here, can I just say that we got a new like follower to our Buns and Roses Facebook page? Who is it? Is it your mom? Please tell it's, me it's Mary. It is my mom. Mary. No. Mom, if you're listening, stop right now. You're not gonna nothing that you're gonna hear from here on out is gonna make you proud of me. (laughs) Advance advance at your own risk. This is what happens when you have a kid 10 years after the last kid. I'm just saying. It's like only (laughs) child syndrome, but it's like youngest child syndrome times 10. This is so it's her fault. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm glad we got that out of the way. As long as we're clear. Uh, and so now that you've tuned out, Mary McGuire, <laughs> how do welcome you feel? the buns. God damn it! I was <laughs> I was trying so hard to like get into the like groove here and just like knock out this awesome intro with a perfect segue. But Miss <laughs> Chatterbox over here, drinking her dark beer, had to get after it. You're killing me. It's not the first time. Won't be the last. You're welcome. Yeah, in this episode, I'm gonna wait for you to drink. By the way. Don't drink. <laughs> Don't drink? No, no, drink. Okay, ready. Yeah, I can hear you swallow. <laughs> Sorry, that's the episode title. <laughs> oh, Mary, I hope you hopped off. <laughs> So if you're curious if the audio is good, <laughs> it's great. The audio's broken. <laughs> For our listeners, last week my audio was not not superior, so I was trying a new method with my AirPods. <laughs> I guess this is the last time with the AirPods. Mm, it's just a little. There's things that I'm hearing I don't need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want you want to nail this? I want to excuse me. The intro. Isolate that audio. (laughs) Oh, I can hear I can hear a rap song coming up here in a second. But why don't you start us off? Yeah. Why don't I start us off, Renee? You want to know why? Let me drink my beer. God. (laughs) I can't. I'm having performance anxiety. Oh no, guys! For the listener, it is it is right at the cusp of going out the nose. Did it? I heard it go down. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's like playing softball here. <laughs> oh my god! It's incredible. <laughs> I heard it again. Uh, this is the longest intro before an intro we've ever had, and we're limited you. to we're limited to forty minute Zoom meetings at a time. So this is going to be this is going to be a short one, as they say. Don't don't you dare! <laughs> Welcome to Buns and Roses, the podcast about all things Bachelor. I'm Jeremiah, and I'm Renee, and I'm Marissa. <laughs> that we need to like put her voice in anymore she hasn't been here in so long <laughs> i know so my my wife is uh right now gallivanting into uh a vacation land so and just to clarify that is not me i am not his wife yes uh have you looked at the standings in our fantasy draft for the bachelorette or the bachelor I, this week i have not looked nor have i drafted for next week so thank you for the reminder okay. Here we go. You want to hear the standings? Yes. I'm going to start at the bottom of who I think is actually active. So we have quite a few people that are sitting at zero, which I'm assuming they're not drafting. Mm -hmm. So sitting pretty at seven, 
your girl first from first to worst kendall yes <laughs> yeah she won last year uh she, she has must, three three points must not be reading any spoilers this year huh kendall why did she read spoilers last year is that how she won I, i'm not saying she did or didn't i'm just you know some people are talking mm. uh sixth place michelle with 87 points kendall's way behind at three <laughs> fifth place your girl renee at 106 my god 106 and she has three i'm still struggling with this Haley, her roommate sitting pretty at fourth place with 108. nice i'm co i'm coming for you Haley. excuse uh, me third i'm coming for her spot not uh, her cool 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 yeah isolate that audio yeah <laughs> is that going in the wrap uh third place jeremiah at 111. yes making my way back With making my way back home walking fast is that the way the song goes yeah pretty much second place we have barbie at 123 and surprise 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 first place is our third host who's never here always reading them spoilers melissa 170. she's like i didn't even read any spoilers for this i'm like did you <laughs> is that even part like is she even capable of that yeah, she's capable of it, but she also reads like sites that like give information that are like based on what we see here, this might be this. Are you fucking kidding me, Melissa? I will come for you in July. Again, you really gotta start thinking about the words you use. Maybe some different choices. So it's been it's been one week since you looked at me. A little bit since we one week since you looked at me. <laughs> Listen, guys. You can't bait me like You don't that. know. <laughs> if you don't know Renee, like I know Renee, all you have to do is sing like a line from a song and she will immediately think it's for her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoying these swallows. <laughs> I'm pausing for like each one. I was like trying to do like little sips and little swallows. Instead, you just got to hear like a whole series of them. <laughs> this is like the most blue episode we've ever done so far. <laughs> So it's been such a long time since the start of this episode that I've kind of forgotten about it. So the girls for episode two are moving into the mansion and they're doing their usual preview shots. But there, I, there was one in particular that I had a hard time watching and it was Zach showering and oh. he just lets the shampoo run down his face as he's rinsing it. And I need <laughs> to know, do people actually do this? Like why? What, what, tell me what you're talking about. Like what, what do you do? If not, let shampoo run down your face as you wash it. What do you do? Yeah, what do you, you do? Head back so it runs backwards. What are you two years old? <laughs> you like, nah, man, you just let you, it go. What are you a heathen? You let the shampoo run down your face. Sometimes I put it right in my eyes and give it a little rub around. <laughs> Again, the most blue episode we've ever had. <laughs> Renee is so horned up right now; it's disgusting. Old Lady Luther in my left eye. <laughs> this is how you get up, kicked off the social media team for your Lutheran church. <laughs> they bring Jesse out. They say on his little like byline, it says Jesse Palmer, age 44, host. <laughs> I was like, why are we putting their ages now? I like that. It makes me feel young. Yeah. The girls are recapping and during this time together, they're kind of like, talking through their girl chat christina says i just got to vibe with him and i mo made that note specifically for you jeremiah that's lovely everybody this week's going on a date so we have two group dates uh and one incredibly intimate one-on-one -on -one date get over yourselves there <laughs> that's ridiculous um at this time did you realize that they were going to be uh that one on incredibly intimate one-on-one -on -one would be christina mandrell uh, yeah i thought she would get the first one-on-one -on -one, like mm -hmm. i think night you know well i guess we only have night one but yeah obviously they're she's got a last name for god's sakes come on true also i think it was in the preview from last week oh yeah that was that too <laughs> well cheers motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> you 
<laughs> I love that it shocks you every time. <laughs> Amazing. I okay. So we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're we're talking about the, the group dates and uh the first one is I'm looking for big, big love. And what was your initial thought hearing that? Uh, I didn't think of anything. On the date card is Brianna, Brooklyn, Catherine, Mercedes, Bailey, Tavia, Kat, Genevieve, and Kylie. Nine people on a group date. I'm so amazed. Your so counting skill, nine. your counting has improved so much. I only, and I didn't even have to take my socks off. So when they get there, this woman comes out and Barbie goes, oh, that's lot. That's Lotto. I go, who? Same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, okay. That's somebody. (laughs) When they started playing her song, I was like, I know that song. She's like, she's the one who sang it. Awesome. You didn't know the song? I didn't really know the song either. I, you know what? Mm, Okay. How does the song go? You think I'm going to fall for that vibe? What the fuck? <laughs> gonna fall for that vibe. Sing it to what? me. Sing it. <laughs> Give me a line. Lyrics about bad bitch energy. No, don't oh, look like, it up. I'm gonna look up the lyrics. That's not gonna help me. Well, wait. Well, this I might mean, be great. Was... No, no. Do this. Yes. Please <laughs> look up the lyrics and then recite them to me in the widest way possible. Please. Oh, MC no, Lutheran. What? <laughs> Can you, I need a I need a beat. <laughs> oh, no, a rat tat, a rat tat teddy. Oh gosh, this is gonna be so bad. But I'm oh still do please, it. oh this is so good. Okay, everybody, please relax. Let's do this. Big Lotto, Pooh, you a fool for this one. Oh Lord, Jetson, Jetson made another one. Because <laughs> you're laughing too hard. It's giving boss bitch, boss bitch. It's giving boss bitch, boss bitch. Say the whisper. It's giving bad bitch, bad bitch. Never ever put me like I'm average. Like I'm average. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't say the next line. Hannah Brown made that mistake. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) I'm stopping there. Uh, So Lotto says, there's some other bad bitches that want to meet Zach too. Cue the doors flying open. This like model walk, like Charlie's Angels trio that come out with Courtney Robertson, Victoria, and Taj Wan to help judge. I have no idea why I wrote this next note. Oh, this is exciting too. Please go. Just say it like you, like, like with authority. Pigeon seagull. What? <laughs> Pigeon seagull. Did you stroke out when you were like writing notes? But there's two birds. Like, well, there's some reason I did that. Wow. Okay. So the one of the girls says the bad bitch will grab the attention of everybody in the room, and they all have to walk through the doors and walk the co- catwalk. Um, walk the cock. Is that what you said? <laughs> The bluest the episode ever. <laughs> That's the title. Um, no, so Mercedes comes out with these pink gloves and a baton, and Davia is into Mercedes. There might be the first girl on girl loving action if Davia and Mercedes stick around for very long. Well, not the first. Who else had a relationship on oh. The Bachelor? Oh, on The Bachelor? Okay. Yeah, because there was, yeah, because there was Demi, but they flew in her girlfriend or the girl she had been seeing. Right. Cat uh, comes out with cat ears and does a cat crawl. Genevieve has a crown and ribbon. She chokes him with the ribbon, and her <laughs> hair is crazy because she's like been whipping it about. Uh huh. Bailey wears a bright pink wig and a pink sweater, and she says she has big wig energy. Get it? Catherine has the cowboy hat. Kylie comes out with angel wings and she's got some moves. I have to admit she mm-hmm. kisses him and fans him, which we come to find out she's an NBA dancer. So this all tracks. And then Brianna comes out with a pink hat, the money spitter. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> I'm more of a money swallower. Oh my gosh. Well, you could hear me swallow. So, and she I can't, I can't uh, unhear it. <laughs> 
She brings a chair and lap dances on him and then kisses his cheek. Out of those, who did you think's entrance was the best to catch Zach's attention? Uh, I have a good answer for this. They were all garbage. Every single yeah. one of them were crap. And Tajwan says it, and it's the truth. Oh, they were all terrible. Then for the final challenge, they have to tell Zach a time when they were a real bad bitch. At the end of this episode, I could probably never hear bad bitch again in my life. And I'm struggling that we're doing this recap and I keep hearing it now. Yeah. Well, he does clarify that it's a time that they stood their ground. For the listener, Renee is doing a healthy pour. Do you have a koozie for that beer too? We're a koozie household. You guys are just like real sophisticated alcoholics. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pop up the audio on all those too. <laughs> so just like whoa. <laughs> really solidify it. So Kylie talks about having a mom who was white. And that she was in a competition to where the person said, you can't go in with your natural hair. And she did it anyways and won. Brianna says she used her savings to start her own beauty company. Bailey left Tennessee to find the only 10 she sees. Have you ever heard that one before, Jeremiah? Uh, A couple times, yeah. Uh, They really briefly showed Genevieve and Davia. And then... Uh, Brooklyn takes him for a tequila shot and kisses him and then uh, a really quick shot of Caitlin. Out of those Oh god. Did you see were any of those like a time when they really stood the ground that fulfills being a bad bitch? Which one did you think was the best? Yeah. I mean I think the Brianna one's nice that she like went out and became an entrepreneur. I think that's a, a risky thing to do. Uh, yeah. So good for her on that. They're all I mean they're all People struggle in all kinds of ways and you never know. So I'm sure they're all bad bitches. Yep. Just bad bitches all around. They were. And so they all got to go to the after party. I told you they're all bitches. Bad bitches. Bad bitches. bitches. Sorry. Yeah. Totally different. To to which uh, they cue Taj Wan talking about how hot Zach is. I I need you to know, I have a theory about Taj Wan. And like crashing the party. I think it was all producer. I don't think she actually was interested in him. Yeah. Yeah. It felt really fake, but she also, she does seem like the type of person that if you enter the room and the light hit you just right, she would hump your leg. I can Ta- see that. Taj Wan likes to get it on. I think. Oh, is that going to be her like paradise entrance for when she goes back with like a, a fan of some sort? remember she she was the one on paradise that was so sweat and was like overheating that poor girl yeah yes i can i can i empathize with that so much because like i i just get so hot in hot weather I'm like Ugh. like all my neighbors make fun of me because like it's like in the 40s and i'm like walking out with shorts i'm like hey <laughs> they're like what are you in middle school i'm like thank you <laughs> well and it you're used to a dry heat too, having grown up in Washington state, whereas Tennessee is more humid. Yeah. But it's all dry during the winter, you know, mostly. Well, yeah, but not, the, not the heat. We're talking about being hot. Oh, I'm hot all the time. It doesn't matter what the humidity level is. That's what Melissa said. Did she? I don't think so. <laughs> she's like, he's medium. <laughs> he's medium. At least she doesn't say you're mild. So that's true. At the after party, they cheers to incredible date. Kylie's talking about how she loves a good makeout session. Zach, he says, I want to know, Caitlin, how did you get to this point? And she goes, why date with a purpose? They're they're all kind of talking about the first impression rose. Caitlin and Zach kiss intermittently here, like in between the cutbacks to the girls talking. And which I have to say, I do like them together. I feel like they're easygoing. Is this Caitlin or Catherine? I have Caitlin in the my notes. The art. Oh, they're both nurses. Fuck me. Blonde or brunette? I don't know. This seems like forever ago because somebody I think this podcast is... until this weekend. <laughs> I think it's Catherine that you're thinking of. Is Cause it really? this... Yeah, because, okay, it's, it is definitely Catherine. Because she kind of had a like a sudden uh, surge this 
this episode. Where in the first episode okay. she wasn't really doing anything. Yes, Catherine, not C- Caitlin. Okay, thank you. Good catch. I'll just insert. Yeah. I'll just insert Kate Catherine every time you say Caitlin. With your voice? No, it'll probably be a swallow. I mean. Oh wait, I could do it with my voice. That'd be good. <laughs> right, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> um, but. I think we need to head to a break and we'll come back and finish this episode up. Um, I'm pretty excited that you like have like a hype man that like invites you in to record again. <laughs> like I had to go through Patrick just to get you back <laughs> in. You're like, and now introducing everybody's favorite Renee. Everybody should find their own Patrick. He's pretty phenomenal. I'll see what I can do, but I don't think Melissa's going to agree to it. (laughs) (laughs) So the first impressions, Rose is there. All the girls are talking about it, obviously. Brianna decides to, you know, stab her own back with her next comment and how she's like, well, you know, I got America's first impression, Rose, but that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Man, the way the girls were like so into their heads, this episode is crazy. I mean, it's kind of, we're back to the, we're back to what the show's all about, which is love. And so they're not into like the crazy town. Who's not into the crazy town? All the ladies, because there's not really any crazy to get involved with. Oh, yeah. Brianna needs the validation for him. They go to, they go to talk. She's avoiding his eye contact and looking down. She's completely and fucking awkward through this whole conversation she's so awkward yeah he knew it was gonna Uh, go down in flames at that point right yes she says i was rattled the day we spoke it's hard to feel like i could be comfortable she starts crying um she says if i didn't have this rose i don't think zach would have wanted me to stay here he asks to kiss her they kiss and she's like it's it's all better yes (laughs) which this is the beginning of her unraveling uh, and America regrets its decision to give her the first impression rose. So the Mandrell lady was there on that night after or the, the night of the batch, uh, the mentel all. Was she really? I think so. I didn't think she was at first, but like there was some mention about it in this episode. And I was like, really? I don't remember, but um... I, I might might have just heard it wrong. Well, okay, it's not going anywhere, so don't let's pretend like I didn't say that. I, I was just thinking to the point that, like, if if not Brianna, who would have Amer- or who should have America given their first rose to? Oh, good question. Because okay, so there was on the daily. There's Bailey. Yep. Um, if, if they're all. A, if you see a C's. piranha, there's Brianna. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Keep going. What's don't that stop. cooking? Oh, it's Brooklyn. Uh, if your if your butt is fat, you might like cat. Oh my gosh! And there was one, one more. more. Right? Oh, let's see who. Yes, happened. charity. No, was it? I don't think oh, so. here it is. Uh, uh, Bailey, Brianna, Brooklyn, Cat, and Christina. It was Christina. You're right. Slow clap for Jerbear. Well, go well, hang on. I didn't do a rhyme for Christina, so now I have to think of one, and I, I kind of lost. I lost my momentum here too. Uh, Mandrell. Hmm. Shit. Okay. Come back to me on that one. I'll I'll just scream it out. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, they cut back to the mansion where Christina Mandrell is waiting, and she get she gets the one on one out of that, and she uh, the card says, "Let's let our love." Or, and then there's girls screaming. Uh, Tajwan comes back. She drops into the date. She says, Zach is an amazing guy. I'm here to see if I have anything or if there is anything here with Zach. To which she interrupts Kat, grabs him for a quick minute, and get, Kat goes back promptly to tell the girls what has happened. Yeah. Could not help herself. I mean, why wouldn't you, though? That's kind oh. of like a requirement. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would too. I'd be like, that yeah. bitch. They're talking. Um, all the girls go to go peek. He goes to do his in the moment interview. And supposedly the girls confront Tajwan, but never once did we see footage of the girls talking directly to Tajwan. It was all 
spliced together. So I have high suspicions that never once did they have like the full on confrontation. Really? Wow. I didn't think that would be the, what you would be like, <laughs> this didn't happen. So you think no one talked to Taj Wan. They were just speaking to a, a wall. Um, I did make it seem that way in my, uh, my comment, but no, I do think they talked to Taj Wan. I think some of her more poignant comments of um, none of you are bad bitches and all of that. I think that was to a producer that they spliced in. Ah, yeah. Okay. I got you. Are they bad bitches? I don't, I'm still confused as to what that is. <laughs> I mean, it's Courtney Robertson, <laughs> Victoria and Taj Wan. Okay. Those are bad bitches. Yeah. You sure that's, I mean, bad bitches or just oh, bitches? <laughs> I think Courtney Robertson's a bad bitch. Oh, okay. I don't know enough about her. Did you not watch the winemaker season? I am blanking on his name. Ben. Yep. That was, a fucking, that was a fucking guess. Um, no, I think I've proved time and time over that I don't know anything about the history of the franchise. I don't remember names and half the time I remember faces. Okay. Reason for that, I don't follow a fucking person on Instagram like my wife. This is true. And Courtney came out with a new podcast, BT Dubs. Oh, well, I hope it doesn't do as well as ours. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Zach returns to the girls without Taj Wan and says, I couldn't say yes to that. I've established real feelings here. And then Taj Wan is crying and whispering to a producer, bad bitches don't cry. <laughs> I couldn't. Come on, like who the fuck talks like that? You already called yourself a bad bitch. It makes me just want to like, ugh. It just makes me want to hurl myself off a rooftop. Isn't there a song though? It's like something like "Don't Cry." What is that song? Big girls don't cry. Yeah, bad bitches don't cry. Bad bitches don't cry. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that was like in the '60s and '50s. I don't think that's probably wouldn't have translated well back then. Why not? What year did big girls don't cry? This is the information you think everybody needs to know. This right here. 1988. What? <laughs> no. Oh, it's remastered. Hold on. I'm really sorry. I'm yeah. really, really sorry. You're out of your fucking gourd. 1962. Good job, Jeremy. You're winning the day. No shit, because I got common sense. 88, you just spit it out like a fact. Holy shit. You've heard the song, right? You're like, that was late 80s sound for sure. <laughs> okay, fuck <laughs> off and die. <laughs> I was three in 1988. That makes me sick. Uh, but don't worry about it. I was 27. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> lies. Um, so this one's tough. It's a tough one, but I, here I go. If your police record doesn't have a Mr. Mina... Try Christina. What do you think? <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm glad. Okay, I feel better now. Let's go! <laughs> side note. I have a side note that also pertains. Chris Harrison's podcast. Have you listened to the one where they interviewed Mr. Feeney's wife? Not Mr. Feeney, but like uh, Boy Meets World, Mr. Feeney, the actor. I haven't, I've listened to the first three episodes, so... Uh, I think there's one that I haven't listened to. They had an open marriage slash he was having affairs and so did good, she. Good God. I mean, so, okay. Hey, uh, side, side note. I didn't watch Boy Meets World. Oh, that was more my era. You are an old man. I was 36 at the time. <laughs> I like how this keeps progressing. <laughs> so he decides he's going to give out the rose. Uh, he doesn't do the three, two, one in this group date. He does the three, two, one on the next group date. But he just like rips the bandaid off and says, it's going to Catherine. The best part about this is he goes, okay, I'm going to leave now. It's kind of awkward. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I kind of like that actually. Cause it is always awkward. They're like, well, it's been fun dating you. See you fucking later. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I, I felt like that was bringing like kind of pulling behind the, the curtain a little bit there. It's like, okay, well they told me I have to leave. So <laughs> whoops. I yeah. did like, I also like that he asked for hugs from everybody. Was that this one or the next one? No, it's this one. He goes, I'm going to give everyone a hug before I go. I thought that was cool. The next day is Christina's one-on-one. -on -one. She has an outfit on that I don't want to give too much information about. 
because it might be in Renee's fashion corner. Calm down, Renee. Calm down. I know. Here she says they met at the finale. They had cheers and shots. Jerry. Oh yeah, there it is. That's so. That's what I heard. I was like, really? Yeah, I didn't remember that. He was driving, and she just like leaned over and snuggled him in the car, put her head on his shoulder, and was asking him questions, including what his first concert was, which was Nickelback. I need to know how do you feel about Nickelback? Uh, I feel like Nickelback is demonized in a way that many popular bands are. I don't think there is like I don't like them. Like I don't want to listen to their music, but I don't think they're like for a while. Everybody's like, "Oh, Nickelback, worst thing ever." And I'm like, "Nah." Matchbox Twenty is the worst thing ever. Oh, shots fired! Fuck you, Rob Thomas. <laughs> have you oh. met him? Like, do you have a personal beef with him? Yeah, that's all I need to say. Rob Thomas, no, you- fuck you. You cannot leave the listeners hanging like this. Oh, we go way back. Kendra and Renee need to know. Nah, just because you're little fangirls. I don't think so. No, I don't know Rob. Th- what are you talking about? <laughs> Why would I know Rob like, Thomas? What's the think? personal beef? I don't have any personal beef. I have, you know, community beef. Oh, okay. They are going three door, to Three doors down. Three doors down. Also, fuck you. How dare you? Kryptonite. It's it goes song. after Superman. Like it's a, it's a terrible song. It's a terrible song. Um, I just want you to know that I was with a friend when they bought that CD in Tacoma. I thought you were going to say I danced to that at my wedding. <laughs> it was our dance. <laughs> it was our first dance. No, that was my father-daughter dance. You jerk. Could you imagine that being <laughs> any sort of dance at a wedding? <laughs> They're going to go in a helicopter. It's on Christina's bucket list. The girls, of course, see it from the mansion because the producers go, look, a helicopter. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's not Superman. Oh, nice. (laughs) Thank you. Your Um, your jokes are my kryptonite. (laughs) They go past the Hollywood sign. They're kissing. Zach says to her, if Christina thought being in a helicopter was exciting, just wait until my next surprise. He's going to take off his pants and do the helicopter. Or he's going to stick it in Christina. Mandrell. Uh, I mean, (laughs) sometimes you got to creep up to the edge, Renee, and not jump off. Okay. (laughs) You got to leave the audience wondering sometimes. (laughs) Do you? No, I guess you don't. I do. <laughs> so for the next surprise, I was like, oh, it's a concert. It's like her favorite band, or it's her mom. It's Nickelback. Let's go. <laughs> yes. I did not anticipate it being his childhood home for a family barbecue for his mom's birthday. Oh, that's fucking that's hardcore, man. Yeah. How would you do it? Say if you're in that situation, how did how well do you think you do meeting a family like that? Would you be nervous? Would you do good? I'd be nervous, but I would kill it. Yeah, people I think you would too. Me. Yeah, people yeah, do love you, you Renee. I think I do well too. I agree. Also, I'd eat every single hot dog at that place. <laughs> if there's one thing you know about me, I love tubed meat. You do love meat. Just tubed meat. Just tubed meat. Okay. All right. Uh the cousins and siblings start questioning her and then they show her a terrible picture. And he's like, okay. <laughs> All right, we're done here. <laughs> yep. There's ping pong. There's cornhole. His mom shows her baby pictures. At this point in the in the moment interview she has with the producer, she says she misses her baby. She has some conversations she needs to have tonight. That she's proud of her circumstances, but she understands it's a lot. Yeah. She's not wrong. Nope. Another podcast I listened to, and I can't remember which one, so I apologize. I know I said it. Apologize for listening to other podcasts that started from ours. uh, Some people edit theirs and put them out on time. So, slash, you know, just put them out all together. They think it's going to be similar to Nate, um, N A Y T E, with the child that they say, oh, yeah, that's not a problem for me. And then they're going to make it to like right before hometowns. And they're going to say, oh, you know, I just don't want to meet your child unless I'm serious about this. And I'm just, or I see us going all the way and I don't. Yeah. So bye. Right. Okay. I can see that. That's a genuine concern. Yeah. It was a good point. Um, which I wouldn't also be surprised if they somehow 
had the hometown so that they could showcase the Mandrell mother and aunts as part of that. Like saying, come on, Zach Shawcross. <laughs> I got a little Scottish accent in that one there. Yeah, Scottish? Sure. Yeah, well, that's what we'll say it was. Okay. For the night portion, he's drinking red wine. She's having a beer is what I'm assuming, but it has like a layer of bubbles. Did you have like a good read on what they were consuming? Uh, I thought a beer, so... Okay, good. Uh, they talk about what a, or, or a fresh urine sample. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Really? She's like, I want you inside of me. Ew, this has gone dark. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I wanted, to, I wanted to bring it down a level when it's normally not at. <laughs> Sarcasm mistake. They talk about what a wonderful day it was with his family. And then she shares that she has some pretty big news. If it's not too much for you, I genuinely understand. And it's okay. But I have a daughter. She's five, almost six. She's my world. Blakely May. She's more Southern than me. And I actually know what love is now. I think the most important thing about this conversation was the way that he acted. Why uh, do you think that? Because it felt truthful. Like that he was. Yeah. Like that she he was pre- shocked. Well, he was shocked and he was having trouble like going like, how do I actually feel about this? Okay. Because it's a big thing. He's 27 years old and he's... 26. Who's counting? I was 26 in 1988. Me. Seven, if my math is <laughs> right from earlier. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, he he was he was actually thinking about it and taking it into consideration that, okay, if we actually become a thing, then... This is a whole different dynamic than just dating someone. Yes. I, I liked I liked that he was like kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I'm I want to think about it more. Yeah. I agree. I also wonder like him going in as the bachelor, why didn't he consider there's probably gonna be some single moms here? And I need to have an idea of how I would feel about raising somebody else's kid. Cause that's a different dynamic coming in as the stepdad. Yeah. I- Maybe when he was coming into the the uh, show, he was like, "If there's any single moms, I don't want them. I want them to go first night." Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he told the producers, "Listen, <laughs> no single moms." And they're like, "Sure, gotcha. All single moms. All single moms." I agree. Yeah, I think he did handle it well. I just was surprised that he hadn't had any forethought around that. Yeah, I suppose. I feel like every season there's been a single parent of some sort. Yeah, uh, quite or all, almost every sing- season. I don't know that I can say that with confidence that it's every season, but it does feel like the, I mean, it almost feels like a trope, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and who was the crazy on Claire season? That's like, I can't do that because I have my daughter. Oh yeah, that guy, <laughs> and he was yeah. like a total d bag too. And you're like, hey, your daughter's gonna love this. Yes. Uh, he sidebar, sidebar, he- sidebar. Okay, go. Crazy Claire got married. I know. I never. I was surprised. I was shocked it happened so quickly. I was shocked too. I'll be even more shocked if it lasts. I mean, here's hoping, but it. I don't know. She seems so crazy. Crazy Claire. Yeah, I hope she does. I mean, yeah. she's like 97 years old. It's time to settle down. I just was going to ask how old she was. Well, in 1987, she was 45. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Like you don't know me at all. 41. Okay. I was going to guess 41. Nice. He's blurpy. He says she caught me off guard, but for the better, she has some amazing face play. And I can't think of another term to use. That's a term coined by somebody else. I feel regret in using their same term without crediting them, but I'm not going to credit them. Face play. Huh? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I get what that means though. I get your, ish. she, yeah, she all she like bites her lip and like coyfully plays. She like bats her eyes perfectly. Like she's really good at it. Watch, watch the next episode. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yes, I, I totally get it. I think I subconsciously saw it too. Yeah, that's something they tell actors to do for sure. Yeah. It's the same um, Mandrell. They're they're not gonna take a helicopter back. She gets to go in a suburban by herself back to the mansion. And I'm like, how far away did they fly? They were, they were, they flew to the Hollywood logo and had dinner there. Apparently. Logo. What am I talking about? (laughs) For the next group date, they are kind of like setting it up. Never once did they 
read the great date card, say who's on it. So I have no list. Um, but uh, Ariel is talking. I don't know whether you call her Ariel or Ariel. Just um, assume that she's a Disney princess. Seriously. She says her biggest fears are getting heartbroken and not being kissed tonight. And there's some people on there. I have no the fuck. Like, I have no clue. I wrote who the fuck is that? Wow. To, to realize that I think we think it's Anastasia. It's not Anastasia. I can't call her that. It's Anastasia. And we think charity. They go on the state. I didn't take very good notes. <laughs> Say anything about a pigeon or a seagull. Maybe that'll help point you <laughs> in the right direction. There is no pigeons or seagulls present in my notes here. Well, it the date doesn't really matter. Group group date. Well, what the hell did they do? Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Right? Like all I've got is like he takes Jess first. They're talking. She goes, I'm crushing. I want to know something unique about you, something only I would know at this point. I, I kind so of which, well, I was were just, they just talking? I kind of feel like they just went and had like a date thing. Okay. Oh, whatever. Who cares, right? I mean, seriously. We're all but just he here to this- listen to you swallow, anyways. Let's go to the next thing. Like, what are we gonna say? Asking you shall receive. You know, it's not as not as bad as it used to be. I had well, Patrick. Good. I had Patrick tweak some of the settings, so that might have been. Thanks. You did. There was a but, like a slider that said "swallow?" question mark, and then the "swallow" with an X <laughs> through it, and he moved it all the way to that side. So, hmm. <laughs> do not listen to the swallows. Okay. Uh, Zach discloses that when he was born, he was diagnosed with pyloric stenosis, which is a gastric outlet obstruction between the stomach and the small intestine where it thickens and so it's given him a sense of purpose he's here for a reason i will say the set melissa off by the way she's like why uh well okay i won't go into it too much but she was just like she's like that's not a uh, disease that could kill you or something like that i was like yeah well he did say didn't he say in there that his mom didn't know if he was gonna live and yeah, something like 26. that. And she's like, okay. she's like, what are you talking about? Thank God she got her medical license. You know, Mel Bell's got the knowledge. She's got the knowledge. While the girls are chatting amongst themselves, Charity apparently is going to lead them through a mindfulness activity. So she says, find one thing you can taste. To which Greer says, if you could taste Zach's saliva, please don't share. They, Gabby has some game plan on what she wants to share. She tries to come up with a nickname to which Zach was clearly uncertain about. His middle name's Lloyd. I did not know this. That's unfortunate. Gabby's concerned she didn't get a kiss. Jess and Katie are talking about what led to their kisses. And then he gives the rose out at the end of that portion of the date and gives a compliment and shit sandwich, which is, have you ever heard of a shit sandwich before? Yeah. You've The term? Like the yep. terminology or like an actual dish? Not the dish. Okay. We're not talking about the Chicago chili spaghetti that you had. Cincinnati chili, you psychopath. How dare you? <laughs> Call it anything else. Because I called it Chicago. Chicago. Name. <laughs> it's another, uh, another city you think's in Ohio. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. He says to Ariel, I think things were really smooth and easy with you. Katie, the combos are smooth and effortless. He probably said conversations and I wrote combos. Um, and Jess opened up more than anticipated to which she got the rose. And Gabby is melting down further oh, yeah. at this point. By the way, I want to just refresh everybody's mind. I said Gabby, next Bachelorette. Are you going to refresh them that she's melting down? Yeah, I'm just letting you know that things get, <laughs> things, things get better. But Melissa, Melissa goes, I really like her. I'm like, you goddamn right you do. Because she's going to be the next Bachelorette. Nope. Okay. She's going home too soon for it. Those that melt down don't stick around very long, usually. You melt down. I do melt down on occasion. Mm-hmm. Thanks for telling everybody that I'm human. They don't, they don't need to hear it from me. They listen. <laughs> All right, we'll take a short break. We'll catch you on the flippity flap side. <laughs> Man, what a great break. I'm so glad we did that. I really got a lot accomplished during that time period. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we're at the cocktail hour and roast ceremony. We're really getting into that routine of start an episode, finish it with a roast ceremony, which I appreciate. This is your your dream. This is your your best life. Yeah, it's the best vibes. So <laughs> how are you so proud of yourself when you say stuff like that? It's like you're just like it's a character trait of mine. Patrick always is like. You really like that joke you just told, don't you? I'm like, yes, I do. I do love it. Pleased as punch. (laughs) For the cocktail hour, Zach comes in. He says that he is like cheersing them in front of everybody. He says, Christina, I really appreciate you doing something that was scary, including meeting my family. That was no joke. And she's (laughs) like, I didn't tell him about that. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. He's like, ooh. Yeah. If you had been on the first one-on-one and you got to meet his family, would you have gone back and told the girls? You know, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure how, how I would, how much, I don't know how much I would relay to everybody. I'd probably tell them that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like the main component of their date. So I, I probably, I probably would have told them that. I just think that these Ooh. girls get a little detailed. Like they, they talk a lot about a lot of things that happen during their dates or their one-on-one time. They do, but I would not go back and tell the girls because I feel like that puts a huge target on your back. But now Zach has done that for her, so. Well, I mean, for what target? How though? They're, they have, they don't eliminate her. No, but it doesn't mean they can't be mean to her. Yeah, no, that's true. So Gabby and him go together, like to have some time, and she has like a jar full of Reeses, and then they lady and tramp the Reeses. He. I have never seen someone look so in love as as our bachelor did when he saw that container of Reese's. He was just like, I mean, oh my god. The question is though, were they Reese's pumpkins or like the eggs or you know, like no, you know what I thought they looked like? The Trader Joe's peanut butter uh, cups. You ever had those with the dark chocolate? Oh, yes, I have. They're good, but I I think it still needs to be a milk chocolate. What the fuck? I love I love those things. I'm offended, actually. Well, (laughs) you need to know, though, my opinion is jaded because I have no fucking Trader Joe's here. Well, that's right. (laughs) How does it feel to be just like a complete like loser? When I come to Tennessee this summer, you're gonna be like, "What do you want to go do?" And I'll be like, "I'm gonna Trader Joe's." Let's get some peanut butter cups, and then you can be like, "Eh, "It's not milk chocolate," nah, and I'll throw you out the window. I do think. We should get some Trader Joe's beer and put it in your fridge and then have you park your car too close to open in order to open the fridge. Yeah, that's a <laughs> well good thing for me. I haven't been parking my car in the garage because we have too much crap just laid about. <laughs> Are we gonna record a special podcast in person this summer? I mean, only if the fans want it. If you well, want it, go and write into us at bunsandrosespod at gmail.com. Also there's got to be a better way to say that. This is the most blue episode we've ever had. Brooklyn is going to take, you know, back to the dates Thanks. at the cocktail hour. We got another 40 uh, minutes. It's fine. Brooklyn is going to take Zach and they're going to rope, uh, which he has never done before. So she models the skill. Apparently she's done this a few times because she was very skilled in doing this from my outside opinion. Brooklyn is going to give him a good luck kiss. To which Zach goes, oh, wait, I need one more. That guy, Uh, he loves the smooching, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Uh, Brianna is melting down and starts to go into this first night tirade about Christina saying something mean to her. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she goes, she's like talking about this and that her rose is still alive. And then she goes, I hate you, JK. It was a whole thing. And later she's going to go tattle to Zach about it. And he, Zach keeps trying to brush it off. She's like, do you want me to tell you? And he's like, no, I think you should deal with it kind of idea. And he's, she's <laughs> he's like, no, like, I'm going to tell you. He's like, do I really need to know about it? Or is it like something yes. you're handling or what? She's like, hey, uh, aren't I supposed to tattle? Zach says that would be really annoying. She goes, does everyone hate me? And she's the only one willing to admit it. And somehow they get past it. I have no clue how they got past it. But he says, one thing I want to know is I feel like you have a lot of walls up. Our conversations have not been that fun. They feel strict and serious. And I'm not a very strict and serious guy, which I wasn't that excited for him. But I feel like it's nice that he's like straightforward to the point. He addresses things heads on. He's not going to participate in drama. 
he's winning me over a little bit. I think maybe yeah. I might jump in like Tajwan and see if I can get a piece. Ooh, it wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. Oh, hey, Hannah Brown. Yeah. By the way, Melissa and I have been watching the crap out of Hannah Brown because she's in that TV show Special Forces. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's she's a badass, man. We've been watching Traitor with Ari Lindeck. How is he? He he's never really on air because he doesn't do anything dramatic and drama worthy to get airtime so far. Is, is it T-R-A-D-E-R or T-A-T-R-A-I-T-O-R? Like traitor. Number two. Traitor. Number two. He's not a traitor Joe. He's a traitor. Really? I thought this was about him and his like his real estate business. What is this no! about? I have no idea what this show's about. Is it like a what is it? You remember the game? Remember the game we used to play with Blaze and Tara that was like the werewolf game and they right, woke up yeah. and killed? Okay, it's that. It's that game, but like reality TV style. Got it. That's fun. So there's there's three traitors or murderers, mm-hmm. and the rest are townspeople. And they put people on trial, they vote somebody out, then they reveal if they are a traitor or not. That's a little, I mean, that's a lot of fun, right? As a game. Mm-hmm. That's baffling that that's a TV show. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's not that engaging. It's kind of fun to like play on your phone and have it on in the background, in my opinion. Right. Okay. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's on Peacock if you need to stream it. Prior to Brianna talking to Zach in the episode, Christina and Brianna air it out and christina i felt like did such a nice job she's like thank you for sharing it what can you tell me what i said that upset you and um she apologizes and then brianna's like i'm choosing to believe you don't remember and there was no malicious intent for us to move forward i need to believe there was no malicious intent and she's being really weird about it i can't decide in the actual order of things if she talked to christina after she talked to zach because what would be the purpose of her going and toddling to zach after she and Christina had aired it out. Producer influence, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. I did not think for a second it, that was out of order. But uh, have you ever been in a situation like this where someone misconstrued something you said to be like really damning or mean? No. Everybody thinks that whatever I say is always out of kindness. I've never, ever been in this kind of situation. Oh, the sarcasm here is just so <laughs> thick. I can hardly walk right through it yeah no I've, I've totally been in this situation this has happened to me one time that i can think of one time <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and since we have 40 minutes i'll go ahead and tell you the story now okay so i had a friend in college and he had a a, a fiance and i was meeting her and i was joking the way that i do which would you say that my joking is friendly or like i poke at people i mean if you were to tell me that you actually enjoyed me, I would feel concerned for your yep. kind words. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to, I like to poke at people. Right. So we were having a good little conversation where uh, I was poking fun and she was poking back and all that stuff. And, and I made some joke. I was like, Oh, you bitch or something like yeah. that, you know, and no reaction to it. It was just like part of the, the whole the conversation and I find out weeks later that this fiance of my friends hates me because I called her a bitch. And I was just like, what the fuck? I thought we were like having fun, joking around and stuff like that. And this is part of the joke, like me just like being sarcastic about that. Like, you're not a bitch. The joke is that I'm being sarcastic about it, like everything else that I just talked about. Oh, man, it was like so I was so confounded because uh, then that friend of mine wasn't like he didn't really talk to me for a while because he ended up burying this woman. And, uh, you know, he, he, he could be my friend because I was the, the bitch caller. I have an almost identical situation to that. I was in high school, but not college. The big question is, do you guys still talk? Well, he divorced her. So, yeah, we were friends. <laughs> he got remarried. He has two kids. It's great. Maybe she really was a bitch. You said it, not me. Maybe. You're not going to be on any of his phone calls now. <laughs> <laughs> You ready for the rose ceremony? You know I am. So for the rose ceremony, there's a couple girls going in with some insecurities that they show on the show, which include Kat and Brianna. But I think it's worthwhile to note that Brianna and Christina are side by side in their uh, spots that they stand in for the rose ceremony. Of course they are. I mean, 
<laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Stand right here, please. Yes. And their body language was so awkward. They had their like bodies like turned a little bit away from each other. So their backs were kind of to each other. It was very, very pleasing to watch as an outsider. Oh man, that's still this this whole conversation is still bugging me. Okay. Why this why is this whole conversation bugging you? No, I just think I, like Christina was so just like open to listening to the conversation and like apologetic immediately, like tenfold what I could ever muster in my best moments. And like she's still like, I don't know if I agree with that. And the comment itself was complete bullshit. Yeah. So I don't know. I if if I could be on one one team or the other, I would be on Chris Christina's team three or four times in a row. First rose at the ceremony goes to Brooklyn, then Genevieve, Greer, to which as Greer's getting her rose, they inset Allie's comment to a, a producer on it in in the moment that says uh, right now, I don't want to forget how his lips tasted. And I'm like, that's fucking awkward. <laughs> Tastes like peanut butter. It's weird. Yeah. Which she promptly gets the next rose. Then goes to Charity, Katie, Gabby, Ariel, Anastasia, Kylie, Davia, Mercedes, Bailey, and Brianna. So that means Victoria, Kat, and Kimberly are going home. How did you feel about the rose ceremony and who was chosen and who was not? I mean, the Brianna thing surprised me. It felt like that was the uh, producer choice, right? Oh, of course. And it was last rose in the document. Yeah. Kat's one that I was like surprised that she made it past the first round, actually. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, miss because every time we've met Kat, we've seen her like make her fingernails into claws and then make like cat noises or cat motions. I'm over it. The Kimberly one was a little surprising. Like, I don't know. She seemed very sweet. Made me a little sad. I didn't know much about yeah. her. But I was just like, oh, man. Poor girl. Yeah. Uh, who else did we lose? Victoria? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the preview shows a lot of kissing. Katie says, spend the night here with me. There's a walk of shame with a rose. There's attempts to make Christina look like a villain. I don't know what to believe. I don't know. But you know what I'm not going to do? Read spoilers about it. And neither Melissa, should you. Melissa. Buns and Roses Nation. You stay away from the spoilers. Buns and Roses Nation. That's right. <laughs> BNR. It's a very small country. It's like Lithuania. Oh, Wait, Luxembourg? That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Luxembourg. It's like Rome. Vatican City. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know countries. Get off my case. You're- your Catholic is showing. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I put my pants back on. <laughs> oh, this is the bluest episode ever. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, in the credits, they're asking about, is it okay to fart in, some, in front of someone? To which somebody says, girls don't fart. And uh, Jessica says, I, sometimes I accidentally fart in my sleep. Did someone say I'm going to fart during this date or something like that? I don't know. It's so well, okay. This is a great question. I mean, how would you say do you have any fart restrictions in your in your marriage? I mean, we fart in front of each other, but it's not like I don't know what fart restrictions there are. I'm just curious. I mean, when you blast someone out, that's a restriction. You do you don't blast someone out, you don't like push your butt up against them and just let it let it go. Pull the ripcord. <laughs> I mean when you're snuggling in bed, it's kind of frowned upon to fart on said person. And then if they're the big spoon, it just like wafts right up in their nostrils. That is a no-no in our relationship. Do you guys switch spoons? Not usually, no. Sometimes you like to spice it up and you're like, I'm going to be a little serving spoon tonight. A serving spoon? I'm a baby spoon. <laughs> God, I hope you don't talk like that in bed. <laughs> <Last> <laughs> What about you? Are there fart restrictions in your household? I wish there was. Um, <laughs> I really do. There is none. No. I, uh, Melissa's hilariously un, uninhibited about farting. <laughs> How long have you guys been married now? Uh, 2007. What the hell year is it? Six, so, 16 years this year. Oh, you tender little birdie birds. Yeah, stinky bird birds. <laughs> 
welcome to Renee's Fashion Corner, bitchachos! Oh my god. Would you believe that I actually forgot that this is something that is going to happen tonight? I totally forgot <laughs> that you, you've been thinking about this the whole night, haven't you? Of course yeah. I have. Okay. I've been like hustling to get through this episode so you can get to this point. This is you hustling. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. For the good, we have Christina's one-on-one date day outfit, which was a cute little crocheted top with some torn jeans. But also her night outfit makes the cut at a floral long sleeve dress. Two for two. Yeah. She's got, she, she knows what she's doing, right? Yep. Except for that first night dress. Sorry, Renee. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> that dress may as well be a family member for you. <laughs> you get so offended when I bet about it. Also making the good list is Charity. She had a pleather bralette and skirt and it was chef's kiss. For the bad, it was Davia. She had a dress with some booby tape and a padded chest, and it was not good. Man, I don't remember any of these outfits. The only one I've remembered so far is the very first one you mentioned with Christina. Oh, yeah. The crochet crop top with the torn denim jeans. When you explain them all in detail, you made me feel like a creep. <laughs> You're like, oh, the crocheted crop top. I thought so. Barbie has a hard time with torn pants. It's like, She's philosophically opposed to them. And I want you to know that her philosophically, what do you mean? What what philosophy (laughs) is paying for ripped or torn or ruined product? Ah, okay. This does sound like uh, my parents in the eighties. Yep. Barbie did say she spends a lot of time on her knees. She wore them out. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, that's staying in. (laughs) This is the most blue episode ever. For the ugly, it's cat, and she has a dress that looks like a pinata. It had some tiered ruffles, and it very much looks like a pinata. Was that the rose ceremony dress? Yes. Yeah, I remember her walking out, and I was like, what the fuck is that? It was like a seafoam and teal tiered ruffle pinata. Yeah, that's probably why she went home, just for that. Just for ending up on the ugly list for Renee's Fashion Corner. As we look at to next week, is there anybody you're like, oh, I'm definitely not going to draft them? Oh, hmm. I'm not going to give you what? Whoa, what? Hey, now. Okay, I, I'll tell no, you mine if you tell me yours. No, creepo. You're behind me in the standing. So uh, not, not going to happen. I'm, not gonna I'm give considerably away my behind. Thank you for saying that. Did you draft last week at all? Yep. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I feel like How you about- were being very rude. Well, it's because I haven't been drinking. This is the way I make friends. Okay. <laughs> hey, if Jeremiah is not making fun of you, that's a red flag. That's true. Okay. So you love me as a friend. You like me. You actually. Yeah. They- yes. Renee. <laughs> I'll send you a plaque. I'll send I you the- like Renee. Yes. <laughs> World's most number one Renee that Jeremiah knows. <laughs> and it better be fucking spelt right. A-E, bitchacho. Listen, I don't know who I wouldn't draft. I mean, there's a couple of people that don't have any like pizzazz to them and I don't expect them to show up. Uh, but I will tell you that I think there are a couple of people who are rising to the top. And one of okay. them is Gabby. Oh, Gab- do you really Gab- think that? Or are you just saying it? I'm trying to will it into existence. <laughs> Manifest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. What about you? Do you have any? That I wouldn't draft? Well, anything that you're looking forward to. I'm curious to see how things continue with Bailey Hmm. because, you know, I thought she was going to be a high scorer and then she's kind of just been middle of the pack. I think she's Um, boring, man. I don't think I agree. I don't think she's got it. When when you come out as a bad bitch and you're wearing a pink uh, wig, uh, I don't know. It feels like poorly planned bachelor party for me. Bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. If you you had to choose right now, who do you think he's going to choose? Hmm. I mean, Christina's gotten the most airtime, but I think she's going to f- flame out eventually. That's why I think Gabby could sneak in there as a, as a top contender. I think we'll see more Greer shortly, but I think that the sudden influx of Catherine, we might see I might, We might see that one blossom. Well, do you think Catherine's going to be the well, who he Catherine. chooses? I'm going to think Catherine. Okay. I'm going to say Greer. 
That's a good one. I like that choice. That would be like second choice, maybe, maybe first choice if I if I edit this right. Uh. <laughs> uh, Greer is, or not Greer, I'm sorry. Catherine's top three, in my opinion, for sure. Between Katie, Catherine, and Greer, I think those are just top three. I think Greer's the going to be the the rose winner. You think Katie's in the top three? Mm-hmm. That's a bit of a long shot, I feel like, at this point. Don't you think? That Katie's a long shot? Kind of. I mean, we haven't seen a ton from her. She was the one in the red dress that was like the lookalike of Teddy's that he really liked night one. I'm pretty sure. That was Catherine. Mm, I don't think so. It wasn't Catherine in the um, sparkly dress that was navy. Catherine it was it had the lookalike. What is this? Jeremiah's fashion corner? Get off it's, my case. I feel like it's going to be a sad, sad day in hell um, if you got that right. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. I had them mixed up. Kitty had the navy blue sparkle dress on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and Catherine yeah. had Catherine had the lookalike? I don't know. Catherine's probably the lookalike. Mm-hmm. Never seen someone so panicked right now. <laughs> yep. I definitely confused the two of them. You are well, correct. I that, bow down to the master. As we all know, when you listen to Buns and Roses, the podcast about all things Bachelor, you know that you're going to hear Jeremiah spout nothing but facts and knowledge about the Bachelor oh Bachelorette <laughs> franchise. Don't listen to anything I said earlier in this podcast. I am all knowledgeable. I don't know how I remember that. I'm impressed. Thank you. But on that note, next week you can join us for more fun and frivolity. But for now, I'm Renee. And I'm Jeremiah. Bye-bye. Bye. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, You want to nail this? You want to nail this? You want to nail this? I'm coming for you, Haley. Yeah, I can hear you swallow.